Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, Nick. What would go into your memoir? You may have no plans to write one, but think about the momentous occasions and the roadblocks that shaped your narrative. What would you include? On this episode, Bob and I talk about someone who is probably a little too honest in his memoir, Sir Elton Hercules John. Enjoy. I learned so much about Elton John. Um, reading his biography. Oh, okay. I learned this. I don't did you want watch to be the Elton movie. John. I did. I did, and I liked it. I found it entertaining, but I didn't. I found it to be unremarkable. Yeah. The, the book is different than that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it nitty gritty. I would very imagine. frank, and yeah. it talks a lot about sex and drug use and uh, fear of going on stage. And actually, Elton John helped me to get over my uh, stage fright coming out of the pandemic a little bit here because he kept talking about being the international superstar that he is, how nervous he gets before he goes on performances and how he had to perform in front of basically American music royalty when he first came to America and how scared he was to play for all of his idols. And I realized to myself, well, I'm getting on stage in front of a bunch of awesome people, but I'm not, I'm not playing in front of people who are my betters doing what they do. <laughs> That's a, a whole different level. But it did, it did make me realize that um, the trappings of success are pretty horrible. Yeah. I mean, the wealth is one thing, and he's crazy with the way that he spent his wealth, spends his wealth. But uh, the way the world treats you and the way he treated himself, it was full of self-abuse, full of it. And uh, it, it just showed, showed me that there's a lot more to these things than we think from the surface. Well, we have to look at it that way and we have to be more empathic with it because I think there's, you know, like with Tom Brady, for example, yeah. or any athlete, yeah. you, uh, you know, whether it's the really, really terrible take of, well, just shut up and play. Stop talking about social issues or anything like that. But there's also this idea that, oh, I would just I would just take less money so I could keep playing with the Patriots so I could just keep winning. That's not a good Boston accent, but um, <laughs> you're right. You know, the idea that if you were in those shoes, you would do it so much differently. If you had this talent, like uh, there was a wide receiver actually for the Bucks that has gone off uh, the deep end a few times, it seems like, Antonio Bryant. And he's gotten a few additional chances because it's such a talented, yeah. talented player. And had he still been, they had to cut him. Because he walked off the field in the middle of a game. Took his shirt off? Yeah, that, that whole thing. <laughs> is he okay, though? I mean, is he mentally I, I don't know. Like, he's done some podcasts and some other stuff since, but it's hard to say. But, yeah. you know, when you have uh, an inner circle that profits from you uh, continuing to play and not necessarily getting the help you need, which might take a break from whether you're a musician or a athlete or whatever... But I, I guess where I'm going with this is like, I, you know, you look at it in some way and you're like, oh, man, I wouldn't waste my opportunity if I did that. And you don't know what that person's going through. You don't know through. exactly. You have no idea. Like even if this in the smaller area of road rage, like somebody in front of you is not going fast enough yeah. or they didn't start going as soon as the light turned green, you have no idea what that person is going through. Right. You have no idea what happened to that person. They're not just trying to, like, they are not trying to intentionally make you mad. 
99.9% of the time. And they're not trying to screw up. They're not no. trying to screw up their lives. Those people we perceive to have it all also have it all in terms of mental illness, anxiety, stress, difficult lives. So that's that's what having it all means. It's not just yeah. having all the good stuff. It's not perfect. It's yeah. not Instagram. And it's, it's probably not... magnified. I mean, we're talking about Elton John. Everything oh, yeah. was magnified in this world. Everything was. He told the story about having a, a house a dinner party where he invited uh, Princess Diana and Sylvester Stallone and Richard Gere and a few other people. And then he watched Sylvester Stallone and Richard Gere almost come to blows over Diana with Sylvester Stallone ultimately leaving and assuming that the book is true or Sylvester Stallone would have sued Elton John, he said on his way out, you didn't tell me you were going to invite Prince Charming. I could have had her if I wanted her. Right? It's like, (laughs) who says that? Who says that? Amazing. Sly, Rocky Rainbow Cobra. That's who says that. <laughs> so it just it struck me as really kind of a funny story. But again, being told by, you know, the drama queen that is Elton John. Yeah. And he also has drag queen names that he had for Rod Stewart, Freddie Mercury. Uh, there were a few other people. And whenever they refer to each other, they refer to them as, Oh, Marilyn, how are you today, darling? It's really, it's this charming little odd subculture. I would recommend it as a read just because I think it's a... It's fun and it's an interesting insight into somebody that we all kind of think we know, but we really don't. Uh, We don't really know anybody. Really? I think I know some people. No. Yeah, I know some people. I know you. What? I know you. Huh? (laughs) Who? What? (laughs) Hello, friends. It's Bob. The name of that Elton John memoir, for those who may want to read it in the future, is Me. It was entertaining, eye-opening, and for me, mildly therapeutic. It may not do all that for you, but it's worth a read or a listen. That's all for this episode of Your Daily Dose. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.